Martin banks it off. Sutter is up with it there. Right around in front. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. Leading goal scorer on the team. Drew one in front. It's the TC Martin Show. A tie game on the power play. Hodgson was at the front of the net. They are even. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. A power play goal by the captain. TC Martin. It's brushed on back by Richard Fartzell. Right out front. Younger fit inside of the net. Is now in our number deuce on this Tuesday. Deuce alive, second day of the week. Tuesday, there you go. All right, too bad we're not like video casting someplace because Numchuck just psyched you out. He just made you drop your pen. I caught it. I caught it. You see the Julian Edelman catch when he was uh, they, they showed earlier today against the Falcons. That's what I did. I caught it between my legs. So, are you retiring or are you going to Tampa? <laughs> I don't know. T.J. Reeves is still there. I think I'm retiring. I don't think I want anything to do with T.J. Reeves. <laughs> they, don't, they have a drive through but not a Freddy's drive through yeah. so you probably wouldn't be content. Yeah. He's wearing out his welcome. <laughs> uh... Soon you don't have to go through the drive throughs anymore, huh? Back in dining in Freddy's. Back in dining. Not all locations, but yes, the breaking news. Definitely. The Warm Springs location opened last week. I got a chance to go inside not once, but twice. Over the weekend and towards the end of last week when they opened the doors. Yeah, and uh, I, w- I was loving it. And you know what they did? They got this type of glass here in between the uh, the booths. So there you go. They they're, probably clean theirs safe. once in a while. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like immediately. <laughs> Numchuck can never get a job at Freddy's. <laughs> well, know, warm you, springs. you might be pretty good on fryer, you know, doing the French fries. It might be okay. Now nah, you need all the profits. That's okay. But yeah, the Warm Springs, uh, the Freddy's on Warm Springs is is open. Um, I'm not sure if they really want me announcing that yet because, again, it's been a while since they've opened. And, uh, you know, a real sad state. I'm going to talk about this. um, That there are a lot of establishments out there, and Freddy's is one of them, I'm just going to say it, that are are hurting right now for quality employees. Oh, I'm sure. Because people don't want to work. Well, you work and you make less. Yes, exactly. And so that was one of the reasons, I don't want to speak just solely for Freddy's, but for other businesses as well that are thinking, you know, let's just keep this drive through thing going because, yes, it is more expensive to operate indoors and you need more people to operate indoors. But there are these places are short-staffed because they can't get people to take jobs. People want to stay home. Well, yeah, when you have a drive through you don't have to clean out their car after they eat. You have to clean off the table. Right. Because people, some of them are kind of slobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It takes more people. But so if you're going to experience, you know, going in, be prepared to wait a little bit longer. Because in we know we have a very impatient society. People. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> and that wasn't exactly breaking news, was yeah, it? No. <laughs> exactly. So, but no, uh, it's nice to see places starting to open yeah. up again with some dining rooms and that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's nice if you want to kick back and that. I mean, drive throughs are cool, and I know a lot of people have been using them. I mean, there's places I go by that it's like the drive through lines, they look like they never end. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I really kind of, I don't want to say despise going through the drive through because I really enjoy going in and taking my time and eating and dining and, you know. Checking ex- your food to make sure it's all right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and the leisure factor. I mean, I don't like really eating in my car. 
are. I don't. But now I got well, plus, so then, used then to Then you it. can get the soda refills and this and yeah, that if you're doing yeah. that sort of thing. But, Which, again, some of those might still be a little bit different than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, again, so they, they are open in that location. The other locations are going to be opening slowly but surely. But a lot of it is because they don't have the staff uh, to reopen as well, too. So, but, uh, but they're doing it great inside there. It's every other table. So people are properly spaced out, have to wear the masks. So that's all good, but you know, a lot of places have have reopened, and I, I enjoy going. And again, I, I like I'm a dining in type of guy, not so much. Plus, when you're dining in, you know your food's hot. There it is, and that's you know? it for me. And like you said, if you that's don't it. like to eat in your car, no matter how close the location is to where you live, it's not going to be as hot as you like it when you get home. And that's it. So you either have to eat in your car, which you don't want to do, or have it get a little bit cold, which you don't want to do. I am a mundo. I am a hot food snob and a cold drink snob. My, my drink has got to be cold, and my food has got to be hot. That's it. That's the way we roll here, you know? All right. Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, watching the game last night. See them down one nothing. See 2 nothing. Like, well, this is the Kings. This is the L.A. Kings. Are you kidding me? Okay. You know, back-to-back days, I guess. And then, boom, goal, 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 4-2 final. And they win going away rather handily. Yeah, e- even when they were down 2 nothing, I still thought that they were completely in that game because I just thought they get the first one, they're going to... Their offense hasn't been, a, it hasn't been a juggernaut of late, and they're still having a little bit of trouble scoring goals. That's why there was a lot of speculation about what they might do leading up to the trade deadline. But I had a feeling last night that they would uh, find a way to win this game. We mentioned it going into the stretch here that they were going to be favorites in their next 10 games. Well, they're 3-0 and in the first of those 10 games. Um, I would actually be surprised if they don't win at least eight of them. And they certainly will have a chance to win every one of them. Maybe they slip at one point or run into a goalie that's just absolutely sensational. Pacioretty gets his uh, 300th goal in the game mm-hmm. last night. So uh, congratulations to Max. You know, the power play clicks and gets a goal. That's always nice to see. But, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is still a very good team that is led by its goaltending. Uh, White Cloud back on the ice I really do think helps that defense a lot. And I'm curious to see how Yanmark uh, uh, looks uh, in the lineup. He's expected to play on that third line there. So uh, we'll see how he does with Tuck and Nosik because, uh, you know, again, he's not a juggernaut, but he's got 19 points in 41 games, 10 goals, 9 assists. And he is a quality player. He played well for Dallas last year in the bubble in the playoffs. He adds a little bit of depth to him. So, uh, you know, and it's and it's nice to see that, uh, you know, they're trying to make some moves. And, you know, they couldn't mortgage a farm. I know a lot of people thought that they were going to go after Getzlaff. Apparently there was talk with them, but it looked like Anaheim was maybe asking for just way too much. That's why he didn't go anywhere. It was nice to see Golden Knights score in the power play last night, too. Only two opportunities, but one out of two. That's, that's a good sign. And, and the Kings, on the contrary, 0 for 4. Uh, last night, and you talk about the uh, the odds, you know, being you know big heavy favorites, especially when they have games at T-Mobile. They were a dollar seventy five road favorite last night, and in you know in comparison, it's like eh, that's that's kind of a bargain. And you are playing the Kings, and again, I'm just really not buying into the whole you know home ice situation. And again, yesterday the you know they played on Sunday that one nothing game, which was was. I don't want to say a strange game, very low scoring game, and, and a chippy game uh, as well, too, against Arizona. Then you got to, you know. And Arizona is one of the teams that are actually fighting for a playoff yeah, spot. So, yeah. you know, and Arizona doesn't necessarily score a lot of goals. They've actually been scoring more lately than they normally do, but they're kind of a gritty team. And uh, Arizona's been hit by the injury bug with both their starting goaltenders out with injuries. 
Um, you know, Aiden Hill, their third string goalie, has had to try to uh, get it done for him. They found a way to finally uh, beat him in one one shift. Nosek got the goal there. And Flurry got the shutout. He only faced 14 shots in the game. But, again, that's what the addition of guys like White Cloud and that. The defense, when the defense plays well, uh, the only thing that you're worried about with the goaltenders, are they getting enough work to stay sharp or could they maybe give one up? Because this team, when their defense is playing well, doesn't give up a ton of shots. Right. You know, they had uh, 21 shots on goal in that second period and only eight in in the third. But, uh, again, they they outshot the Kings, what, 41 to 28 uh, busy time for the Knights. Nine games in the next 14 days. 28 uh, over the last 50 days. Uh, a lot of hockey. Uh, and a lot of teams are facing that same type of scenario. I yeah. believe it was Connor McDavid that recently came out and ripped the NHL for their scheduling and some other players have said it as well. But they knew that this was going to be happening. If there were games because of COVID that had to be rescheduled from earlier in the season or different things like that, they knew that it was going to be really jumbled up here at the end getting ready because, remember, they have to make sure that the regular season ends and the playoffs get underway and that they end before the Olympics start because of NBC and the TV contract and that. So they kind of were painted in a corner, and now they're going to be seeing it. That's why expect more if possible. You're going to see guys getting days off. You're going to see some more of the guys from the Silver Knights maybe getting a shift here or there. And you're hoping that everybody stays healthy. The Vegas Golden Knights right now, with now with Reeves and with uh, Colasar, you know, them being out, we don't know exactly how long or whatever. But, you know, every time somebody gets injured and somebody else has, has to come in there with this amount of games in this short period of time, you're going to really start checking the depth of some of these rosters. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about the NHL schedule. Well, the NBA is in a very similar situation as well, too. Uh, Mark Cuban and uh, Luka Donich you know, from the Dallas Mavericks uh, were very vocal uh, talking about the NBA schedule here down the stretch. So the, uh, the play-in tournament uh, that everyone is talking about here, Mark Cuban and both, and both Donich uh, said, this is an enormous mistake. Now, this play-in concept features... The teams that finish from 7th place to 10th place in each conference. And the structure, which the NBA announced back in November, includes three games in each conference. So Mark Cuban came out and said, I get why the NBA is doing this, but if we're going to be creative because of COVID, then we should go straight up 1 through 20 and let the bottom four play in. He goes, this is the year particularly to do this since 10 games were cut from 82 games down to 72 games uh, in, in the conference. He goes, the worst part of this approach is that it doubles the stress of the compressed schedule rather than playing for a playoff spot and being able to rest players as the standings become clear. Teams have to approach every game as a playoff game to either get in or stay in the top six since the consequences are enormous. So the players are playing more games and more minutes and fewer days. Uh, you play 72 games. So Luka Doncic said, that was Mark Cuban. Luka Doncic said, you play 72 games to get in the playoffs and maybe you lose two in a row and you're out of the playoffs. So I don't see the point to that. And I was talking to the big seven-footer about this. I know he'll probably come on with us tomorrow and give his thoughts here. But both the NHL and the NBA, I get it. You know, you, you want to cut down travel. You, you want to condense the schedule. You want to try to get in as many games as you can, even though you know, neither one's playing a, a, a full slate. And you don't want this you know, season to, to bleed into the summer, and, and especially coming off what we you know, just had when these, both these leagues just completed last season in the, you know, uh, in, in, in the spring. I don't know, man. This seems, it seems crazy that the NBA 
is going to this play-in format. There was nothing wrong with the top eight teams making in each conference. And if you're outside of that box, you're outside of that box. And I guess the reason they're doing it, or they say they're doing it, is because they don't want teams tanking at the end of the season. And I don't think the NHL is actually using that as their excuse, but the NBA is. But really what you're getting in effect is you might have some teams that are willing to tank in the NBA because they don't even want to get into this play-in situation because the play-in situation doesn't bode well you know, for you to get in because you're going to be playing fresher teams and you're not going to make this miracle run. It's not going to happen. It didn't happen last year. It's not going to happen this year. I don't get a lot of it. I agree with you. I don't understand why they're doing this scenario, but did they just come up with this recently or was this before the season started that they all knew it was going to be They agreed to this in November. So if they agreed to it in November, why are they bitching about it now? Well, you know, Cuban's bitching about it because look where his team's at. Well, no, I understand that, but you knew in November that this was a scenario. If you didn't want to be in this situation, you should have either won more so you're not one of those teams or lost more. So you're not one of those teams. You knew the scenario going in. Now because your team is affected by it, now you're going, oh, wait, woe is us. Oh, this sucks. We don't want to do this. You agreed to the scenario. But is that wrong of him to say this? It doesn't matter if what it's, place It's not wrong in. of him to say it because if he said it earlier right. as well. well. But if you knew that that was the situation, yeah. then too bad. Yeah. Then you shouldn't have put yourself in this situation. But, but, but well... Again, that, that's human nature. I mean, I don't think anybody really expect. I don't know where Dallas thought they were going to finish. I don't know where they thought I, I they were going to either, but, but it's not like this has yeah. just sprung upon them now. But I don't think Mark Cuban is making, neither one of these guys, it's, it, it'll come across that they're making excuses because of where they're sitting. They're sitting seventh right now. Okay, so of course, it's human nature. People are, you know, when you're feeling like, okay, I'm getting squeezed here. You know, it's like, we're going to let this thing play out. And if we're in the top two or three, we're not going to say anything. But as you, you're at the bottom and now you're struggling, okay, you're going to be vocal. I'm, I'm sure Cuban probably felt this way, but of course he's not going to say it uh, at the beginning. But they all had to basically vote on this. Well, and that's what and I'm saying. Yeah, they, they, they all agreed to it beforehand. Now, I will say this. I don't understand why they need it. Yeah. Why they're not just taking the one through eight like they should have. And if you were nine or ten, oh well, you didn't make it. Again, I see. I don't have him. I don't have any problem him or anybody. You know, saying I don't think we should look okay because they're in seventh or somebody's in tenth. They're they're saying it, and it's okay or not okay. If or if the first place team or second place team. Just when we look at it as a whole, it is a pretty ridiculous situation. The reason why they're doing it. Two reasons. They are, are afraid that. Teams are going to tank, you know, for draft picks. And then the other thing is, let's give everybody else a shot. But what it does do, you've already condensed the schedule. You, you, it's just it's going to be taxing. And when you and your reason why this is a, a subject today because Jamal Murray got hurt last night for the Denver Nuggets. He tore his ACL in a game against the Warriors. He had 17 points at the time he went out, and now his season's done. And really, you know what that means? That means the Denver Nuggets season's done. The Nuggets are sitting in fourth place in the West, and they had a legitimate shot, and they gave it a run last year. I mean, with Jokic and, and Murray, now you left, left uh, lost, I should say, arguably your best player in Jamal Murray, and that's brutal. And so when an injury like this happens towards the tail end of the season, and now you're thinking, okay, now we're going to have to play more games, not going to be able to rest players as the uh, standings become more clear, these type of injuries are, are going to happen. And again, it's still fresh in my memory. I'm sure it's fresh in a lot of people's memory of what happened to Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, you know, in the playoffs with the Warriors. And a, a lot of that is just, it's, 
it's too much, man. It's just way too much. So I don't have a problem with, with Cuban or, or anybody, you know, saying that this thing is flawed because it's flawed. Well, it, it, it's certainly flawed. But it was, but they knew it was flawed going into it. Then, you know, again, it's not like they're just springing this upon them now. And yeah, injuries suck. It, it, we all know that. It's also part of sports. I just, you, you should have said something back then. You should have said, no, let's not do this. Let's just go one through eight like we normally do. We're playing ten less games. If 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 they were doing this because one team had played four more games than somebody else or the schedule was on even that way or something, then I could see it. They all agreed to this before the season started. Now, because you're in that situation, you're complaining about it. I'm sorry. I don't feel that sympathy. And we don't know if Mark I just Cuban... Don't. We, we, we don't. And again, I'm not, I'm not bringing and, this and, up and, for and a maybe sympathy. He didn't like talk, it. Maybe no. he didn't like it right from the start. Maybe he did say that. But to me, it sounds maybe like he sour voted, grapes may, now. Maybe he voted against it. Who and, knows? and maybe he did. Yeah, but but he, enough of the but enough of the owners voted. Yeah, let's go on with it that yeah. way. You, you mentioned like in the in the NHL. That's why I expanded and let almost everybody in last year. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like that the Blackhawks knocked off Edmonton in the first round. You know, but it happened. It was a one year deal. This is a this is an unusual situation that's going on this year. And yeah, does it make it tougher for you? It probably does. Does it suck if somebody gets hurt? Absolutely. Just like it sucks when somebody gets hurt in a preseason game. But to me, it just seems like everybody wants to whine and cry about everything today. This is the gru- This is the rules that you agreed to before the season started. Now you're up against it. Just go out and play. <laughs> you're, you're, you're stuck on the, on, on the Cuban reaction. And I'm trying to get to, to, to this point here where the – you don't need to change. They didn't need to change this. And that's what I and, said. They should but, have just gone but, with the one through eight, but it, they all yeah. agreed. Well, I don't know. That's We don't know if that's Enough case. of them we, agreed we, that they passed we, it. Yeah, we, we don't know how that went down. We don't know. Okay, we, we don't have a vote. We don't know if it came to vote, if, if, this, was de- if, if this was a – a Adam Silver thing. You well, somehow the players' union yeah, and the other yeah. and the, but nobody, the owners yeah. in that agreed to it enough yeah. that that was the rules but, put in place. But as you know, just like collective bargaining, just because you sign on for something doesn't mean you actually like it. I mean, you, there are there is give and take with all of these things. Okay, so this, here's how it works: the seventh and eighth place teams are going to play each other, with the winner earning the seventh seed. The ninth and the tenth place teams will play each other with the loser eliminated from playoff contention. So the loser of the 7-8 game and the winner of the 9-10 game will then play with the eighth playoff seed at stake. And then what do you get for that? Oh, you get to the number one team. So, again, it's you know what I don't like about it? And people are saying this, too. It does devalue the regular season. Wouldn't you agree with that? No, it, I definitely it, agree it with definitely that. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a good system. Yeah, and let me say once again. I don't know why they didn't just go through one through eight like they normally do. Yeah, be, well, why did they change the uh, expansion with the football playoffs? Why did they expand? You know, Major League Baseball did it last year for the exact same reason. Shorter season, let's give more teams the opportunity to play. I mean, that's really why they're doing it. Right, and, and maybe the NBA is doing this because it's a few more games on TV and it's a little bit more revenue yeah. because of the shortened yeah. season. We know that money in TV does a lot of talking. But again, to me, the bottom line is they knew it before the season started and they agreed to it. So if you're complaining now, I'm not feeling a lot of sympathy for you. I'm just not. Call me evil. Call me whatever you want to. I don't give a damn. It's not about you, man. It's not about you being evil. No, that's not it at all. It's just it's a it's a it's a change in the system, and you wonder, okay, why are you doing this? And again, but see, this is just the constant change that we have with sports all the time. They always want 
to change. They always want to expand. They want to implement new rules. Going back to the instant replay that we talked about before, it's there. No one wants to settle. We talked about it with Steve Sachs yesterday, like Michael Kay said for the Yankees announcer. It's carnival time. Let's put the runner at second base. What is the re? Is it stupid? Yeah, a lot of people believe it's stupid. But guess what? It's going to make an appearance again this year. You're old enough to remember the DH. I hate the DH. DH. I still hate but, the DH. But, I but, will never like but, the DH. But people, it gave a it gave more jobs and more How offense. How did it give more jobs? Huh? How did it give more jobs? Well, it gave an, uh, pitchers more jobs. Uh, did it expand, uh, expand? The, the size of the roster? You know? Just because no. there were new positions, unless there's more players on the roster, yeah. that's not more jobs. Well, that's not it's why just they different. Put, that's not why they put it in. They did it for offense, of course, and they right, were tired. Right, but I'm saying, but everybody always says pitchers. it expanded. That it gave more jobs. Well, How did it give more it. jobs? I don't. It didn't. It will. That's 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 one of those things that people made up that is not true. Okay, that's not the the core of why the the reason was there. It was they because they were tired of looking at pitchers bat, okay, and striking out and batting under a hundred. Yes, and the and league that Babe offense. Ruth came from yeah. is the one who said Man. pitchers shouldn't bat. We don't want a guy who hits more home runs than anybody in the history of the game pitching and doing that. And now, what's the league that has somebody who has a team that has a pitcher that they want to be a everyday player as well? American with league. the Angels, hmm, it'd be that league again with the DH. You're feisty. I hate the DH. You're feisty today. I, I, You're feisty. I'm just tired of I'm tired of everybody whining and bitching about everything today. My God, I remember when this country, when you had to, you know, go out there and work and do something on your own, make things happen. Now everybody's like, if I'm not getting mine, let me just cry about it and have them give it to me. <laughs> That's sports, my friend. Like Steve Sachs said yesterday, the uh, wussification of America. And, and, I've, and I've called it, it the pussification you know, of America the, for 20-plus years now. There you go. So again, again, you, got, you have a runner starting at wham, second wham, base. Wham. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, yeah. and everybody's squeaking and crying like, but I tell you what, you know, I, if you start watching Major League Baseball and you kind of put away your anger towards it or say, okay, this is the way it, it's, it's been now for going on its second year and, and I'm a historian, I like this. But if you really break it down, you, it can become enjoyable. It, it could. It could, be. It like, could like, be. Like you don't like the guy on second base. Well, you know what? Tw- Twenty years from now, people might be saying, "Remember back in the day when those games mm-hmm. would take forever? Yeah. Now we got the guy and say, just like the DH, yeah. how some people like no, it." That's, now. that's my point. Is I'm starting to like it now. Again, I might not be your average baseball guy because I used to coach, you know, girls softball as well too, and that was that's been a rule there. And when you go into extras, you you know, when they first implemented implemented that years ago, it was like okay, but you know what? Now there's some strategy involved, you know, with that as well, too. And I'm actually, I'll say this, I'm, I'm starting to get used to it, like a lot of things. Like we got used to the DH, not saying that I'm, I, I love the DH, but with this runner of second, I might be in the minority, I'm, I'm kind of liking it a little bit. Do you think that they should do it in the regular season and the playoffs? What, for, for the runner of second? Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer, if you do it in the regular season, you have to do it and you should do it Be- because again and that's one of that's the things the game. Too. like like the you game know, is the game well i'm a big hockey fan yeah. i'm a big nhl fan yeah. and that's one of the, that's one of the reasons some people don't like the three-on-three overtime and then the shootout because they don't do it in the playoffs like they do in the regular season right so you know i'm kind of with you i, I think that if you're going to do it then you should do it all the time otherwise it does make it the carnival of the circus atmosphere or something like that right. and yeah and and maybe i'm just old and ornery and you know the old man on the lawn shaking my fist at the kids walking by. But whatever it is, I don't, I don't like the DH. I'll never like the DH. But it doesn't matter what I like. 
Because as far as I know, the National League and the Major Leagues is the only one that still, you know, has a pitcher bat. For now. Yeah, for now. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Every yeah. other league yeah. all around the world, they, they use the DH. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't understand how you say... In baseball, what separates us from the other sports is everybody has to play offense and defense. Well, first off, they do in hockey and basketball and other sports, too, so that's not totally true. But, yeah, it separates you. Unless you're the pitcher, then you don't. Well, what doesn't make sense, and again, you know, baseball has its own nuances and quirkiness. It always has, you know, with every part being different. But having different rules for different leagues, it does seem a little bit crazy, especially now. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. It doesn't make any sense because even though – you have two leagues. You're still governed under the same umbrella, the same banner. It's Major League Baseball. It's, it's, it, you know, it's right? kind of like when NCAA basketball, when they had the three-point line originally, but it went conference by conference. Correct. There was no unified three-point line. Right. Remember the old ACC one where the three-point line was actually in, inside the yes, arc? It was a joke. If you shot from the top of the right. key, it was a three-pointer right. just because you happened to be there. It's right. like... What, how is one's 23 feet and one is 17 or so? It's like, yeah. it's stupid. Right. It, I agree with you. They should at least be unified. Well, you're, you're like I said, this is major league baseball. And then to even make it worse and just add to, to our point here, when you incorporate interleague play as much as you've had now, what's the difference between the American League and the National League? And, you know, at least we still, I guess, have the All-Star game where has an assemblance where all the other leagues said, well, you know, we've, we've got rid of the whole conference affiliation, this and that, we're just going to go playground like like World Championship Tag or whatever we called earlier. And they said, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a pickup game. So Major League Baseball is trying to hang on, but – you're you're hanging on, but a lot of it still doesn't make sense. Well, you're hanging on, but you're also being hypocritical yes. in the way you're doing it. Yeah, well and, and again, <laughs> even with the different rules in the different leagues, and I know you're a big Cubs fan, and I know that with Basio, what he did, and you know, congratulations to all of them there. The best thing that happened to the Cubs that year was not having home field advantage. Schwarber doesn't bat if they're not in Cleveland. And the pitcher has to hit. The Cubs won a World Series because they were actually set up as an American League team better than they were as a National League team. That always cracks me up. Yeah. 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 Kyle Schwarber, uh, (laughs) better, better hitter than fielder, no doubt about it. And then here's the guy. That you know says, hey, I never want to play uh, in the American League. I you know because when he went to Na- to Washington, and he said, hey man, I don't you know I hope we don't go this universal DH because I I don't I don't want that. Even though he's probably better suited for that. Absolutely, yeah. Kyle Schwarber was, and not that he had the power from or nothing. He reminded me when Dave Kingman played for the Cubs. If they'd have had a DH back then, Dave Kingman should have been an American League player. Oh yeah, he was absolutely terrible yeah. in the field. And he broke in as a third baseman. Yeah, there are a lot of guys you could say that for, yeah. And then, yeah. And then they try to move him to first base. Well, that yeah. always cracks me up, well, too. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, if you stink, then, you know, first base. Like, first base, you, you don't need as much yeah. talent, yeah. which it, which or, makes or, me or, sick. Yeah. Or like, like like in Little League or the other leagues, oh, they hide him in right field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work so much anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, well, he can't catch and he can't throw. Well, maybe right field's not the right place for him in all situations. <laughs> All right, on a terrible Tuesday, definitely. All right, RVD scheduled uh, to join us, uh, talk a little WrestleMania with uh, him and the uh, showing off his Hall of Fame ring. We got that and a whole lot more coming your way. Tuesday edition of the show. Back to more nonstop sports talk with the Dr. T.C. Martin.
got news today. The uh, WNBA released its schedule, which means we know when the Las Vegas Aces will be playing and uh, starting their season. And uh, that will be on Saturday, May the 15th. They will be on the road in Seattle taking on the defending champion, the Seattle Storm. And uh, they will play a kind of a two-game series on Saturday, May 15th, and then follow that up with the 18th. So two games in Seattle. Who gets an NBA team first, Seattle or Vegas? Since they both have WNBA teams, and they're both certainly on that what looks like short list for potential NBA teams. That is a great question. And you can make the argument, Seattle, because if you go with history, there's a soft spot, I think, in Adam Silver's spot, you know, in his heart, uh, because Supersonics left. And again, that was kind of sad, because Seattle always drew people. You know, they, and they had some great years, they had some great teams. Vegas is Vegas, you know, so... And again, and they've killed it with everything they've done. Exactly, players love and coming here. They love coming here in the off season, and yeah, that. Yeah, it's a marquee spot. So, that's a that's a great question. I mean, too bad you can't expand by two. Then you give each one of them, or have someone relocate from somewhere else that's not doing well right now. And there's been talk about that as well too. So, I don't know, but uh, so the WNBA this year will have 32 games. I remember they played the short season, the 22 games last year, but the traditional regular schedule is 34 games so they are going to be down two games for that so 32 games 16 at home 16 away and they'll have the home opener on friday may the 21st against the la sparks so looking forward to that as uh the wa wnba announces their schedule today so we'll have uh, more news about that and uh, schedule to join us Tomorrow will be head coach and president of basketball operations, Bill Lambeer. And then the WNBA draft is taking place on Thursday. So we'll be talking to some draft picks on Friday's show as well, too. So, uh, yeah, big week here for the How excited are you that the uh, WNBA is getting ready to play again? Because I know you really enjoy those games. I do enjoy the games. And, you know, it's an opportunity not only to, to enjoy some basketball and get back to work, uh, but it's uh, I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I really look forward to it. And again, just what I'm also looking forward to is they're going to be playing back at Mandalay Bay, but they even added some renovations and renamed you know the arena there, uh, the Michelob Light, I believe it is uh, the arena at, at the Mandalay Bay. So yeah, looking forward to it. Again, it, it's it's sorely missed. And I think a lot of the fans are are looking forward to getting back there. To see them too, and the fact that they are going to be very, very good, and you can make the argument they they'll be one of the. Some people are going to make them the favorites, but I'll say they're going to be one of the you know two or three favorites to win the title this year. They're the Mandalay Bay, where the Aces and the Flying Fishies play. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Rob Van Dam in the house. What is going on, my man? Happy Tuesday, dude! Right back at you, man. Yeah, I'm here on a uh, a rare Tuesday. Yeah, we're on, you're, you're on a you're on a you're yeah. you're here on a terrible Tuesday. You know that. That's no. we call it Tuesday's terrible Tuesday. No, so you they're... you don't fit into that. I call them terrific. There you go. It is a terrific Tuesday for you. So yeah, we yeah. had you last Thursday, and then uh, you were getting on the plane going back uh, to Florida for WrestleMania. So uh, tell us how the WrestleMania experience was for you, coming off the heels, of course, of the. Uh, WWE induction into the Hall of Fame. So, right. congratulations again. 
Thank you. It was uh, it was all good. You know, good energy. Um, they couldn't have uh, treated us uh, better. I say us because uh, Katie went with me. And, yeah. You know, they uh, golf carted us around all day, anywhere we wanted to go around the uh, arena, and they were they were everybody was so nice and just good energy. Everybody was happy. Uh, you know, it was uh, cool going out there on stage looking at the. Uh, fake people <laughs> <laughs> the cardboard cutouts how, how many fake people were there um i i don't know um thousands but they were wow. i was told but there was also some real people and then um i was told although that's not what i saw that the live people were mixed in like between like maybe like three fake people live per- it, that's not what i saw when i looked out there but maybe in certain areas they've been doing that with uh the NBA with okay, that. So that been, way they can social distance. Yeah. Well, social distance, and it's, it's better for TV cameras. But yeah. do we need that, though? I mean, do we need the cardboard cutouts anymore? I mean, you ha- if you have people there and there's social distance, and, and again, it's the, really the roar of the crowd. You know that people are there. I mean, that's why we're doing it. Well, don't they get some money for it, though? Because people pay for the, those cardboard cutouts to be here, and generally they take that money that people pay to have their image there, and they give it to local charities. You know, that I know was, that's what they did for the Buccaneer point. games well, and that. Yeah, that was the case last year when no fans were allowed, and I imagine it, they, some places probably carried that over this year as well, too. So. You know, could be, but it it, it does add. How to look and how to feel? It helps. Feel? It helps because you know if 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 we walked out on stage and let, like let's say the whole place was completely empty, you know, I don't think we'd be able to quite plug in as much as having um, however many thousand people there were there, and it was kind of dark, so I couldn't see. Plus, I had my shades on, and uh, and so seeing all the fake people and stuff helped you know because the whole time i was like looking at the crowd you know trying to figure out like exactly what i was seeing but definitely better than empty space or bleachers how is this wrestlemania exp- well i know it's totally different because you're not performing you, you weren't in any matches but just uh we know that the crowd wasn't there and this and that but just how was everything compared to previous wrestlemanias just from a maybe an ambient standpoint or maybe even from a working standpoint Mm, well, I mean, it's it was. Uh, did, did it have did it, did it have the same feel? You know what I'm saying? It's I'm, hard for me to judge because, like, I knew I didn't have. I mean, I did a few things, you know, while I was there. You right, know, the, right. Um, you know, they had me film some stuff and some probably some stuff I can't talk about. But, um, but it wasn't like uh, it was like for me. It was like. I mean, I mean, it was like being at work. Here's my work environment, right. but knowing that I have the day off, like it kind of felt like that. Okay, so let me ask you: this. Was it was it a little bit of a letdown in, in comparison because you didn't have the big crowds, uh, the energy, and that sort of thing? Not for me. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I think I'm already got used to it and figured it is what it is. It's a reflection of the times, you know, and mm-hmm. so um, a lot more people watch it via camera than than are actually in the seats you know right so uh for me no and i didn't i didn't feel that energy anywhere from from anybody i mean obviously just to put out on the table for conversation yeah, yeah it's a shame you know that there wasn't uh you know big live crowd uh, you know personally sure for chatting uh rvd and you still got it and <laughs> all the one more match and um whole damn show whatever you know yeah, like yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. stuff would be there uh, 
you know, because that's that's like an honest, you know, interaction like with with a crowd, you know, um, with uh, but but on, on, on my, my particular um, part of the show was right. so small. I just sure. all I did was my thumbs and then, you know, kind of kind of bow and step back into position and i i couldn't hear what was going on anyway you know mm-hmm. so definitely not disappointed it was really cool um i was super calm because like i said i had the day off yeah and uh so that was pretty pretty nice knowing that um you know i don't have any pressure you know how a lot of athletes they, they miss that they, they miss the competition they miss the limelight they they, they miss the show part for you are do you still have that, or now are you just really cool with, hey, man, I, I kind of like this, you know, kind of being away from it? Yeah, uh, I just go with the flow. I'm fine either yeah. way, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, if, if I don't wrestle again, then that's super cool, you know. Uh, a lot of pros to that. Uh, if I if I do again, you know, it'll be worth it because I only – if it's worth it, it's worth it, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't have that thing that – I think I hear most wrestlers give in their speech uh, when they when they get inducted in the Hall of Fame about that addiction to being out there in the crowd. I've never felt like that, and I've taken didn't need the adrenaline and all that stuff. Huh? No, yeah. I don't know. You know what? I it's first off, I, I think that's kind of just like people that you know that when their when their heyday was in um, high school, you know, in, in football, right? And then their whole life, you know, they're they're kind of like uh, man. That was I was like go back to when I, everyone looked at me. I scored. You know, ten touchdowns and one my senior year, whatever. You know, the, like, the Al Bundy syndrome. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. <laughs> Married with Children or something, I, or, or, I, or Bruce Springsteen's Glory Days right. song. In contrast to that, I, I still, you know, um, am RVD every everywhere that I go. So, um, just just the uh, doing the flips and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been a, away from it for probably longer than six months at a time but i don't i don't miss it then you know mm. um i think um yeah i had the match uh i'd already been back here since i had right. the match told you but that was but it was cool you know just yeah. as far as like if i want to uh make sure i can still do the split leg and moonsault yeah. and this and that like sure you know but i know i just know you know it's it's i know my body you know and my, you can pick range. and choose when you want to do it yeah and, and how sure. you know how often yeah. you want to do it that's that's great yeah but um, you know, but having said that, um, I, I got asked because they were still filming my documentary, the Icon Show, and the guy asked, you know, like uh, he wanted me to sum it up. And I, 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 at the moment, I didn't know how to put it into words. Cause I said it's kind of kind of bittersweet because it's like we're it's like we're capping off, you know, like the career and saying it's like I'm done, you know, thanks, um, you know. But it's not, you know, because you know I'm sure that I'll be doing stuff. But it kind of felt like that. But I was thinking about it today, and it's kind of like what it is is a line was drawn. That's all, you know. But it's but it is perspectively kind of heavy that a line was drawn, and then and then it was like, okay, thanks for all the work you've done, like up till this point. So, you know, moving forward, anything uh, like I carry that with me, and I still have to represent because if I screwed up big enough, personally or professionally, I could still get kicked out. I mean, it'd have to be something you know really big, like Chris Benoit, like or something. But um, but it, but that's the facts, though, you know. But um, it, it, there's a little bit of a implied finality to it that left a, a weird kind of energy. Sure, could see that. Yeah, yeah. I know. After you got inducted into the Hall of Fame, we spoke with you, and you said you didn't really get a chance to necessarily meet with a lot of the 
people in that because you were kind of quarantined off into your little group in that. Did you get more of a chance to interact with more people at WrestleMania? And did you stick around for some of the matches and then? And if so, what did you think of them? Where do yeah. you think wrestling's at today? Um, I saw a lot more, um, a lot more of the boys, and uh, and but also I didn't see a lot of them, you know. Um, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, it was it was cool. And, and um, I don't know if you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys saw or not, but um, I did a little uh, thing with uh, Matt Riddle where um, I had to uh, translate Kali's uh, message to him. And uh, you bust out some rolling papers, I didn't you? Man? Gave some RVD rolling papers to <laughs> Matt. Sweet promo, promo marketing, yeah. baby. Yeah, they, we have. We have sold a ton uh, <laughs> in the last couple of days. We've sold a ton of RVD rolling papers at RVDCBD.com. We sold a ton of RVD rolling papers at my uh, eBay, RVD eBay. Listen, that so. was the only reason you went, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You had you, cool. yeah, you, but, say, you, yeah. you had a message in mind, what you were trying but, to do. And they, and they didn't even get the discount that can, can get right here. That's right. 21% off. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it goes um, it goes right in the pathway of, like, everything that I've been asked about, about, you know, will they – Will they change? And as the education on cannabis changes, and people see that it's um, not only is it not a bad thing, it could actually be a good thing for a lot of people. And the more we're, we're seeing that, um, whether it's uh, CBDs or uh, even if it's smoking, as opposed to the you know pills and alcohol and w- whatever, um, I, I get asked a lot. Like when I did the the Vice show, which hasn't aired yet. Um, they they asked a lot, like, why, you know, how can they, how could they, they strip those titles, the championships from you over cannabis? Like, the guy couldn't get over it. He was like, over cannabis. Like, it's, it's, and it's something, you know, that, and, and I was like, they'll come along with the yeah. times. Yeah. I said, when they, you know, when they stop testing, I don't think they're going to be really loud about it and shine a flashlight on it. Mm-hmm. Because people do, you know, give them a hard time. You know, they do got to appease a lot of people, a lot of sponsors. And, and so, you know, um, but it's, but they already have. And I think this is them, you know, showing that they're coming around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? All right. Want to take a call? Sure. Yeah. Right, 702-221-7283. Rob Van Dam in the house. RVDCBD.com. Go to the website. Check it all out. 21% off. Promo code TC. R V D. And that's it. You type it in just like that. All right. Philip, what's going on, my friend? You're on with R V D. What's up, T C Myron? What's up, R V D? What's up, Philip? Happy 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 Tuesday. It's ter- hey. I mean it's a terrific Tuesday. I'm with R V D T C Myron. <laughs> you gotta stop being so negative over there. Absolutely. Not, love, also love it's Taco brother. Tuesday. Yeah. Ho! Yeah, hey. Taco Tuesday. Ho! So you can get behind that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taco yeah. Tuesday. I'm with RVD. You're the man. Yes, sir. RVD, you're one of famer. my favorite wrestlers. Thanks, dude. You're one of my favorite wrestlers, and uh, uh, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. I like when you were hardcore champion, and they had the hardcore belt, and they had those uh, weapons and stuff. What was your favorite weapon to use during those hardcore matches? And I think you and uh, Tommy Dream are the best ones ever in ECW and WCW and WWE. You guys were just great uh, and put it all on the line and had a bunch of heart. And then did T.C. Martin, did he ever have you an NWC at Sacramento shows or just the uh, Las Vegas shows? And then you got to ask T.C. 
if he can take you on the food tour. TC, have you ever took Harvey <laughs> Dean on the food tour? And then real quick, guys, I know I asked a lot, but um, can I give a shout-out to Barrio Toys that's in Roseville? The dad owns a shop and his son is autistic, like me too, but he is nonverbal, and it's a wrestling shop that's called Barrio, like, the, like in the hood in, in Spanish. And they have wrestling action figures, and it's a really cool store. And that's in Roseville. Okay, guys, I know you asked a lot, but thanks for the for for letting me phone in. Thank you, guys. Right on, Philip. All right, yeah. So out of the four, you handled number four and gave them a shout out at Barrios. <laughs> Here we uh, go, Barrios. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn, there was so many. Oh, the hardcore. So um, my favorite weapon always was the chair. You know. Um, Sometimes I grab something else if it's there and it's useful, but um, the chair is a, it's like always there. It's not like something you have to bring to the ring and have it under there like something weird like you wouldn't normal have normally have you know like a kendo stick or a kitchen sink or whatever. But <laughs> chairs and tables always under the ring. <laughs> yeah, it's and it, yeah. If not, then it's right over the guardrail. If you have to back in ECW, you know we would uh, have the fans hand us their chairs. Right. Um, so that for me, it's always been uh, the chair, and uh, that was a good time for me. Uh, one of my favorite uh, runs in WWE was the Hardcore Championship, and I made the championship mean a lot more than it was supposed to, and was main eventing uh, live events, and uh, and then boom, they got rid of the rid of the title, rid of the belt, and uh, actually gave the belt to Mick Foley. So. That's a couple more feelings that I have on that. I wish I would have had that. I wish I had that hanging up in my trophy room today. Right, right. Yeah. And, and you did wrestle in Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. What was the arena? Yeah, Sacramento so, Memorial Auditorium. And that's the, there you go, the, the old historic place that we had talked about yeah. before. Where, yeah, I just knew that was were. one of Philip's questions. It was. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. actually also yeah. wrestled yeah. in Philip's arena, but that was in Atlanta. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Philip wants you to come to Galt, and he wants you to come to Stockton Con. He's dying for you to go to Stockton Con. Mm. You ever been there before? Uh, no. You've done a I've lot of Comic Cons. I've and been stuff, re- yeah. right, yeah. yeah. And, and I find that I want to do, let's say I'm, I'm more selective more and more, you know. Yeah. Same thing with podcasts. Like I've done so many podcasts oh, yeah. that I needed a break and I, you know, get all these requests all the time. And if I'm doing them now, it's usually because I feel obligated because uh, it's a friend that's doing it or yeah, something. Right, right. But, but uh, yeah. We all we all you know. uh, have to do those things. We all yeah. kind of roped in those things. Yeah. But, uh, no, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good, you had a good weekend, went back. Sure. WrestleMania. Did uh, did you get a chance to lo- watch a lot of the matches? Were Not you, a lot, yeah. but, but some. You yeah. know, they had a big screen in uh, catering, and uh, I kept going through there back and forth and um, saw – Saw some, you know, it looked like uh, um, looked like they were tearing it up yeah. out there. Yeah. Yes, and Philip, yes, uh, RVD and I have dined out at several places. He's been part of the food tour. That's right. So right. We, we, we've wined and dined. No question about it. All right. RVDCBD.com. Give, it, give, a, give us a quick update. Give us a quick plug, man. Um, dude, uh, you know, I, obviously after WrestleMania and then having a – being able to, uh, like you said, uh, plug. <laughs> I think, I think um, you know, you know more than ever now. The fans uh, should should really believe. You know that if you're gonna look for someone that you can believe in, some something of high quality, uh, 
you're going to set your standards it's something that you really want to be able to trust and uh and invest in then boom i've been saying it the whole time rvd's your man i don't know uh can't speak for a lot of other products that are out there i can speak for cbds in general and uh, and i do and i speak a lot about mm-hmm. it you know and uh, and i'm very happy that we're uh, continuing to grow we're growing uh, both in uh, brand extension and uh, we're also in in different stores you know and uh, and of course you can get it at rvdcbd.com mm-hmm. code tcrvd gets you a 21% discount for the Hall of Fame year, 2021. There it is, man. There you go. And, and real quick, I know that you said that sometimes people have to find the right level for them and experiment a little bit. Yeah. How much does a guy the size of the great Kali have to take to have that effect? Because yeah. he's he's like two normal people. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak uh, for him. I don't know if he even uh, takes it. You know what I mean? All I know is I gave him some rolling papers. Uh, he looked at me kind of funny uh, and, and took him on the uh, on the paper, but uh, or on the uh, yeah on the pay per view. Yeah, the broadcast. But, yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, he's you know you want you hear all these stories about Andre how much it took him uh, to get drunk when he was drinking, right? So, yeah. Yeah, like sure a case of wine every night or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it's size relevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yokozuna, another guy. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of big guys like that that you know, yeah. we've seen and you've worked with in the past, that sort of thing. So, yeah. good deal, man. All Giants. right, so we'll we'll have to have you back. And uh, oh, by maybe- the way, the uh, the big black dude that's on uh, Monday Night Raw, like I think maybe he's a bodyguard to someone or something. Like uh, him and Kali stood together. Yeah, I think he's AJ Styles' bodyguard, right? Okay, yeah, yeah that guy. Stood, they took a picture together, and uh, that dude is bigger than Kali. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big like, guy. Like clearly, he's a big guy, yeah. Yeah, clearly like a few inches, you know, and it, it was and bigger. Yeah, it just looked crazy to see that. See Kali being kind of dwarfed. Uh, dwarfed might be an extreme word, but hey, I'm an extreme guy. <laughs> no doubt. All right, my man. Great stuff, as usual. All right, we'll have you back. Have awesome. To some, have to do some more and, testimonials, too. And that's too. why you were the extreme cool. champion. There you go. <laughs> RVD, Rob Van Dam in the house. All right, I want to thank Rob for uh, hanging out with us today. Also, Heidi Fang for joining us as well, talking a little Raiders and UFC action. You miss any part of the show, go to the website, tcmartinshow.com, and go to that website, get your CBD. Get it Get it all, the smokables, the, the tinctures, the creams. The edibles. The edibles, <laughs> it's all there, rvdcbd.com. Use that promo code. Take advantage of it. TC RVD is the promo code twenty one percent off. And if it ain't there, if it ain't there, you don't need it. There you go. All right, we're back <laughs> out again tomorrow. And a shout out to our intern hanging out today, the lovely Andrea.